Hi everyone, this is the Refiner's Funnest Podcast and you're welcome to this great um, segment and we're trusting the Lord to enlighten our hearts and, and make us look like Him. You see, I've told you severally that the most and the biggest essence of this very podcast is that you will you will consistently be refined that you will consistently be refined day after day night after night and and as such Jesus will be glorified because the totality of your existence will always reflect Jesus Christ you see and today we'll be treating or talking on a very unique episode of which I would like you to share to everyone around you, share to your neighbors, your friends, your colleagues, tell everyone about this very episode because I think it really concerns us. You see, so the case of life the cares of life are always ready to demoralize every man subject to that very situation at that time you see at every point in time the darkness is always orchestrating something to counter the activities of God and the plans of God for the life of a man and um, once this happens there is this um, attitude that influences or influences the life of that man. And so there is this, um, consistently a demoralization, which is not from God actually. And at that point, you're just there. You are asking yourself questions. You are you're praying. You're not releasing the answers to the prayers. You're uttering, and then you're like, God, what did I do wrong? You know, I think this happens to everyone per time, and as such, the devil capitalizes on these vices to ensure that a man is consistently kept at a spot of helplessness. At that point, the devil makes you believe that you're doomed and nothing can happen and nothing can ever come true for you. So as believers, there is um, this very posture or a posture that every believer is expected to attain in order to gain victory over situations at that point in time where you have been so overwhelmed by all these vices of darkness. So there is this very um, unique posture as a child of God, as a believer, as a Christian, that you're supposed to wear, there's this posture that's supposed to um, come from you at this very point where the devil is capitalizing on and using the, the situations of your life to, to mock you, okay? So, the biggest goal of every assembly or every synagogue is not to raise prophets 
apostles, pastors, evangelists, teachers, and so on and so forth. No. Although these offices are necessary, I mean they are necessary, but this should never be the biggest goal of every assembly or, or every church or every synagogue. Are we together? It's necessary, yes, but it shouldn't be the goal. But the biggest goal is that Christians are being raised. <laughs> the truth is that the essence was long lost. And that's why the goal has been shifted a long time ago. So I wish we could raise more Christians than more pastors. I wish we could raise more Christians then more prophets, apostles, teachers, a lot. I wish we had more Christians than churchgoers. I think the world would be um, rightly framed, okay? So the distractions are extremely unimaginable. But we are so grateful for the consistency in the mercies of God towards mankind. So, a man now approach God with um, diverse motives other than the original agenda of God for creation. Okay, follow me. So, what was the original agenda of God? That all men will what? Seek first what? The kingdom of God and what? His righteousness. That all men will look up to Jesus who is what? the author and the finisher what our faith so the essence of creation was that god would have people who would what consistently offer praises over thanksgiving and uh, most especially do his biddings upon the earth realm. so as it is heaven let it be so on earth that was the agenda that there will be men that will represent God carefully in all spheres of existence. Okay? But the agenda has been, the goal has been long, long lost. So, the Bible speaking of two brothers who were about to offer to the Lord. The Bible says that the other's heart that was Cain was corrupt. In other words, the heart of Cain carried motives outside the agenda of God. And sincerely, you can never bribe God. Now, the agenda of Cain. Now, the thoughts of Cain, I don't know, was actually different from the original um, desire of God. Okay, And you cannot bribe God. And the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 12, it said, I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins. So no matter how you present yourself to the Lord, the Lord tries the veins. He tries the heart. He tries the reins. So the posture of the heart of any man in relation to God is extremely important. And sincerely, this is the biggest reasons of the many unanswered prayers in the life of many believers. Are we together? Now, remember I was talking about the case of life earlier. 
and how that the devil will um, consistently demoralize man in order for the agendas of God to be halted because once man is distracted the next thing God cannot find expression in the life or in your life as a Christian or in the life of that very man out together so um, the posture here is is that um, the Lord will consistently try you at some certain times and some certain periods in your life so uh, these issues these sorrows these burdens actually came to you so that it will shift you to a greater phase in your life but the thing is that you were not consistent and you were not careful and that is how you missed it out together so the Lord tries what the rain so no matter how you offer to the Lord the Lord is not interested in your offering where in fact the Lord is more interested and in your heart posture as a Christian is more interested in your posture as a Christian rather than the many gifts you would ever offer to him. So the posture of the heart of every man in relation to God is extremely important and sincerely this is the biggest reason for unanswered prayers in the lives of many believers. So the Lord's hand is not too short that he can't help. Remember, he is our father, and by right, by sonship, we, he's supposed to help us whenever we're in problems, right? But the Bible says that the, the hand of the Lord is not too short, neither is his ears too dull to hear. But our iniquities, Isaiah chapter 59, verse 1 to 2, our iniquities have um, hindered this, um, this flow of um, response from God. So now you may be asking what sin did you commit here you know some of us have ways of justifying our our bad manners so the sin is that you go to the lord in prayers having so many options you see this was when the problem of um, fervency in prayer started because a lot of people think that when we talk about fervency in prayer it's about how long you have prayed in a particular prayer center for a particular period of time no you see fervency in prayer has to do with a lot of things it has to do with your time it has to do with your surrendering all that you had ever known before coming under the government of the lord jesus christ so people now go to prayers a man can spend five hours in the place of prayers and will still be thinking of the many options at his disposal okay if god does not answer i have an uncle or an uncle here that can that can fix me up okay i have a wealthy auntie over there that can fix me up whereas this is not the agenda of god for whosoever shall come unto the lord must come what believing that it is he and he alone not he and your uncles not he and your aunties i trust that the lord will give you understanding so the problem is that we have um um we have missed it when we go to pray 
and we go to the Lord with so many options. The Bible says in Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. He said, lean not to your own understanding. He said, in all thy ways. He said, trust with all thine heart. The Lord is looking for your totality here. He's not partial. No, no, no. I told you earlier that 99% with the Lord is not enough. The Lord needs 100%. He said, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. So if you don't trust in the Lord totally, why then do you even pray? Are we together? So now, um, yes. The sin is that you go to the Lord having so many options and the Lord who cannot be matched with any other will mercifully ignore you until you have grown. Yes. Mercifully, the Lord will actually ignore you until you have attended a level of growth. So no wonder the Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 23 to 24, it says when you come to offer in the place of worship and you suddenly remember a grudge a friend has against you the bible says abandon everything so you can now um, agree with me that god is not concerned about your gift so this was a mistake of cain so he was thinking that it was about the gift no the heart's posture of a man towards god is the trigger to the answers or the um the many unanswered prayers so you go to pray and i ask this question what is the state of your heart what is your heart's posture are we together so when you come to offer in the place of worship you suddenly remember i said he said drop everything and then abandon your gift and make things right and then and then only come back and work out things with God. So after you have um, settled with your friend, the grudges you had ever had. So you can imagine how that that grudge that you may not think it's anything would hinder God from accepting your gifts. So this is the many reasons why a lot of Christians will be um, participating in your one function or the other in the church or in their various assemblies and then over 20 years 30 years of not seeing result of that practice that we made they will call god is come not knowing that while they were in service to god for the past 25 years their heart posture was extremely corrupt so um you go to the lord because um you are, you are selfish. How do you expect a result? So the truth is that a lot of Christians have refused to grow. We have really refused to grow. And that is why we are not um, getting what we are expecting or what we should be getting from the Lord. I pray that the Lord will help us. So, sincerely, the posture of Many supposed Christians are extremely surprising. There is an error in the prayer ministry which hinders so much answers to prayers. Yes. So there's a big error in the prayer ministry of which I have noticed and I've seen that has hindered a lot of answers to prayers. So men can say, 
they are praying to God, but the posture of their heart is extremely selfish. I wish that there were more Christians on the face of the earth. Then the precept of God would have been so irresistible. But as it stands, the breakers of the rules are the Christians. The liars, the bribe collectors, the thieves, the backbiters, and lot more. What is it even about being a Christian? I know it can be very demand, it can be very but Come on, child of God, you need to understand what, what it is to be a Christian. The Bible is speaking of those guys at Antioch. It, it was so clear that men saw them and they, ah, we understand that this life is consistent with just one man that walked through the face of the earth. At this time, they were not bragging. They were not the ones bragging, no. Those guys are saying, no, this life that you people are living, it's only likened to one man that walked the face of the earth and said, in other words, you guys are, are fit to be called after this man because you guys have lived a life that is only him that lived. So, what is it about being a Christian? See, being a Christian is not about going to church or praying or fasting or giving or having an extremely high level of morality. No. But consistently and consciously submitting your totality to the government and lordship of Jesus Christ. So at this very point, the consciousness of your existence is not that your mother will beat you if you misbehave, no. Or that people will scold you or what people will say about you when you misbehave. But that Jesus Christ will be proud about your existence. So being a Christian now is not even about having an extremely high moral values. No. Because I have seen people who have extremely high moral values and they are not Christians. So how then can they inherit the kingdom of God if it was by moral values? No. What is it about being a Christian? I said it's about what? Consciously and consistently submitting your totality to the government and lordship of Jesus Christ. Okay, so in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, the Bible says, It said, Let your light so shine that men will what? So the reason why your light is shining is not that your account, your bank account can increase in figures. No. But the essence is that um, Jesus will be glorified because you are existing. That is the essence. So at this very point, the strength of your existence or our existence is in the consciousness backing our actions. So is it that I cannot fight? Is it that I cannot lie? No. But I understand that um, uh, this life is not consistent with what I, I want. No, it's not consistent with who Jesus was. So the consciousness of my living right is Jesus Christ. I, I pray that the Lord will give you understanding. So in my totality, that Jesus be glorified. That is the goal. In my totality, that men will see me and 
their heart will be pricked to repentance and they will follow Jesus. So, so that we can't misbehave or the ability to misbehave has not or was not in us, but we have been imprisoned by a cause altogether. So at this point, I am not in control of my will. So I act thinking about what Jesus would have done the time. So I carry this mindset and the person I meet on the street, even if I don't have to preach the gospel, but by my life, the person can see and ask him, ah, you look like a Christian. So they will start by, which church do you attend? I, I, I like what I'm seeing in you. I would like to associate with you. You are different. Child of God, can this be our testimonies? You see, a lot of people are going to church on a daily basis. But there's a lot of corruption on the face of the earth. How then are the sons of light available and then darkness is still prevailing? How then? You see, I pray that the Lord will help us. Apostle Paul said, I have been imprisoned. I'm a prisoner of Jesus Christ. Meaning that my totality is under another government. I pray that the Lord will help us. The Lord will guide us. The Lord will lead us through. The Lord will um, change our mindset, our, our totality. And I pray that the Lord will help us sincerely. And that our consciousness will be renewed. Our consciousness will be to please Jesus Christ every day and night. In the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please share this podcast and tell a friend, tell a neighbor, just share the podcast. And I hope the Lord will bless you. In Jesus' name. In one minute, can you just open your mouth and plead for help? Just say after me, Lord, help me. Help me to be a Christian. Help me to be a good Christian. Can you just open your mouth and cry? Father, we need of your mercy, Lord. Help us. Help us to be a Christian. See, nobody said it was never going to be easy. No, no. But Apostle Paul will say, I press towards the mark of a higher calling in Christ Jesus. Somebody, can you just pray, Lord, help me. Lord, help me to be a good Christian. Help me to be a Christian. Help me to be like you. A heart like yours, Lord, is what I need. Can this be your prayer, somebody? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray for your people. Father, help us. Help them, Lord. Father, a heart like yours is what we desire. Lord, empower us just empower us just for your glory, O oh Lord. For in Jesus' name we have prayed.